Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's good to be back with you. I want to start off by raising a very simple question. How many of you would embrace the way our federal government has dealt with money over the past, let's just say, 30 years? You want to narrow it down even 10 years, 5 years? Are you pleased with the decisions that have been made? Are you pleased with the trajectory? of our spending and debt are these policies that you would embrace we've got it all under control would that be your perspective I seriously doubt it I take you back to the discussions that took place in the run-up to the speaker election and during that several days when we were all watching to see what the outcome would be. And you remember how many times I referenced the mainstream news media coverage on this and how they kept referring to these Republicans, these holdouts as extremists, as right-wingers, extreme right, hard right. Do you remember all this really stupid language? And I say stupid language because these folks have no contribution whatsoever to make to help us understand the issues that are at hand this is just a contest it's like a food fight it's like WWE who's up who's down and there's not a concern about what are the real issues at stake how does this really affect you now I want to say at the outset of this broadcast I especially want to hear from you. I'd love to hear if there's anybody within the sound of my voice who agrees with the idea that we ought to continue taxing and spending, just like we have all along, that there's no need to make any course correction, because everything is fine. If you believe that, I want you to call me. Call me and make your case. You can call the GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-928-1110. 800-928-1110, the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307. I want to know if there's one person who can articulate a sensible argument that we continue life as usual, business as usual in Washington, D.C. Who wants to keep doing that? 
this pattern of tax and spend and raise our debt ceiling. Tax, spend, raise the debt ceiling. Tax, spend, raise the debt ceiling. If you think this is a great plan for America, I want to hear from you. Because here we are back again, where we've been so many times. The Associated Press reporting, as U.S. nears debt limit, political frictions raise alarms. Before I even go into the story, this again is another example of journalistic malpractice. Because what they're talking about are the issues in front of us in terms of the political atmosphere. They're not even looking at the underlying problem. You know what the underlying problem is? What did I mention? Taxing, spending, raising the debt ceiling. The core issue is government spending. That's the core issue. So you're not going to hear a discussion about maybe we should spend less money. No, this becomes a food fight. And this becomes about personalities. Those hard right people who are risking our credit rating by not being automatic votes to raise the debt ceiling. So AP reports the countdown toward a possible U.S. government default. Do you hear this? This is what they're trying to do, is scare the living crap out of you. A possible U.S. government default is on the offing and frictions between President Biden and House Republicans are raising alarms about whether the United States can sidestep a potential economic crisis. The Treasury Department projected the federal government on Thursday would reach its legal borrowing capacity. This is insane. Of $38.381 trillion, an artificially imposed cap that lawmakers have increased roughly 80 times since the 1960s. How many times have you gotten 80 credit limit increases? I'm just curious. Even since the 1960s. Markets so far remain calm, given the government can temporarily rely on accounting tweaks to stay open, and any threats to the economy would be several months away. Even many worried analysts assume there will be a deal. But this particular moment seems more fraught than past brushes with the debt limit because the broad differences between Biden and the new House Speaker, Kevin McCarthy, who presides over a restive Republican caucus. Those differences increase the risk the government could default on its obligations for political reasons. I want you to pause just for a second. Political reasons? Political reasons. How about people determining that as a matter of good sense, we do a hard stop on overspending? If you don't have, you know, how many times, and and people I know who manage money best, you know what they say? If you don't have it, don't spend it. What's wrong with that? Nonetheless, AP goes on to talk about the concern about rattling financial markets, plunging the world's largest economy into a wholly preventable recession. How do you prevent a recession? Again, why don't you stop overspending? 
Biden and McCarthy have several months to reach agreement as the Treasury Department imposes extraordinary measures to keep the government operating until at least June. But years of intensifying partisan hostility led to a conflicting set of demands that jeopardized the ability of the lawmakers to work together on a basic duty. Biden insists on a clean increase. <laughs> this is crazy. A clean increase to the debt limit so that existing financial commitments can be sustained and is refusing to even start talks with Republicans. Hmm. So I ask you, who's the extremists? Just asking. McCarthy asking for negotiations that he believes will lead to spending cuts. It's unclear how much he wants to trim and whether fellow Republicans would support any deal after a testy start to the new Congress. They required 15 rounds of voting to elect McCarthy as Speaker. Asked twice on Wednesday if there was evidence House Republicans can ensure the government would avert a default, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said it's their constitutional responsibility to protect the full faith and credit of the United States. Just shut the hell up. Come on. It's the same stuff over and over, isn't it? It's so predictable. Just like the WWE. Love to get your thoughts as we continue. Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Vince, is this a comedy show? I spit out my coffee laughing on your opening question about the government and money. That's Milan out of Waxaw. <laughs> yep. Vince, what I don't get is those advocating for unlimited spending seem to advocate for unlimited printing of money. So why tax? Just print more, right? <laughs> you know, that seems to be the logical thing. Just print more money. The problem is, it's not our printing press. It belongs to the Federal Reserve. We don't own our own currency, in, in case you didn't know. So we're incurring debt. Hence, this taxing spending problem has been around for over 100 years since the Federal Reserve began. Milan further asked the question, why call it a ceiling? Where is the ceiling? And you know as well as I do, there isn't one. Because they keep raising it over and over and over again. We pay taxes to support corrupt countries like Ukraine, corrupt FBI, IRS, CDC, ATF, 
Lying politicians' pockets, corrupt social media to censor and infringe on our rights. Inside deals to China, corrupt campaigns to support lobbyists and unions. Yeah. In the upstate, this texture says just say no to raising the debt ceiling. Stop spending so much on stupid policies and the debt ceiling won't have to be increased. As someone who transports the homeless and poor, they don't care about tax spend and raise the debt ceiling as long as they get their money. They all vote Democrats, period. Yellen and Biden are both twisted on our economy. Just keep spending with the open checkbook. Like you said earlier this week, the Republicans demented fiscal policy. <laughs> Vince, the WWE is rigged? Do you mean to tell me Roman Reigns really isn't a Samoan tribal chief? <laughs> oh my goodness. Incredible. The government's way beyond broke. Time for it to stop making stupid obligations. How can there be debt problems? Biden has been bragging recently even how much he has reduced it. He would misrepresent, lie. He wouldn't do that. He wouldn't lie about this, would he? Of course not. <laughs> Vince, let's get this straight. If you or I or anybody else spent the way the government's spending, we would get shut down faster than a bad business. Let's not forget the straw that broke the camel's back. That would be Saudi Arabia doing away with the petrodollar. Want to talk about a house of cards? Jeff, that's a great discussion to have because they're actually having conversations about that right now. Do we need this petrodollar thing? Maybe we can accept other currencies, other forms of payment other than the dollar. Boy, that could be devastating for us. Referencing Jean-Pierre's comment on constitutional responsibilities, they also have a responsibility to stop the invasion of the southern border. They aren't doing that either. Yeah. We can have all kinds of conversations about responsibility. They need to defund the government and reform because these same people keep failing. No business would be able to exist borrowing and spending. And this, I'm not surprised we're in this position. Our entire government spending situation has been a joke for decades. Yeah. Vince, you need to say in your best Forrest Gump voice. I don't have a Forrest Gump. Well, let me try it. I may not be a smart man, but I know what's in my garage. <laughs> Jim out of Easley, sending that little contribution in. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. In fact, we have breaking news on this very story. We now have a new statement out of Janet Yellen. Debt limit extraordinary measures are underway. The Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen, stated on Thursday, that would be today, this was just a few minutes ago, a letter was sent to Congress that the Department of the Treasury started using extraordinary measures related to the debt limit today. The debt issuance suspension period commences today and will last until June 5th. The Treasury will suspend additional investments of amounts credited to and redeem a portion of the investments held by the CSRDF, the Civil Retirement Retirement 
the Civil Service Retirement Disability Fund, as expressly authorized by law. The same action will be applied to the Postal Service Retiree Health Benefits Fund. Yellen explained both funds will be made whole once the debt limit is increased or suspended. In other words, they're stealing money out of these funds to keep the government running. Can we just say, I mean, how many of you operate businesses like this? The government, the federal government would come after you if you did this. Yellen explained both funds will be made whole once the debt limit is increased or is suspended. She further said these steps will not affect federal retirees and employees. The lasting period for these measures is subject to considerable uncertainty, urging Congress to act promptly to protect the U.S. credit. Folks, again, this is very simple. Spend less money. It's really that simple. This texture in the upstate saying we're headed to bankruptcy. When this happens, the rulers get all the middle class wealth. Then there are two classes, poor and the U.S. oligarchs. Well, that sounds like a wonderful plan, doesn't it? <clears throat> wonderful plan. We have another subject that is related. Because I talked about taxing and spending. What do we do? Now, I let me just tell you what I would do. I think the first thing to do is to audit the Fed. Second thing is to repeal the Federal Reserve Act. To get rid of the income tax altogether. And then I'm open to uh, any number of plans, a flat tax, fair tax, something of that nature. I have to tell you I'm a little bit concerned about the story I'm about to share with you. Republicans worry a national sales tax bill would be a political gift for Democrats. So as part of his deal to become House Speaker, Kevin McCarthy reportedly promised his party's conservative hardliners. Here we go again, folks. Hardliners. A vote on legislation that would scrap the entire American tax code, replace it with a jumbo-sized national sales tax. The assurance got relatively little attention at the time, drowned out by the many other concessions McCarthy made to win the gavel. But with Democrats already attacking the proposal, some conservatives see it as a political headache in the making. Grover Norquist, the dean of D.C. anti-tax activists, said in an interview, this is a political gift to Biden and the Democrats. This is the first significant problem created for the Republican Party by the 20 people who thought there was no downside to the approach they took. The idea of a fair tax that would replace our current IRS The current champion on this issue in Congress is Georgia Representative Earl Buddy Carter. He has a fair tax act that would swap out the income, payroll, estate, and corporate levies for a 30% national sales tax. It would also send out prebate checks to soften the blow on lower income families, all while abolishing the Internal Revenue Service. What do you think about this idea? We'll talk more about it as we continue. Stay with us. Back on the Vince Coakley radio program, getting your thoughts on what's going on with our debts, 
we, we keep playing the same game over and over again, overspending, raising the debt ceiling. And so far, I've not heard from a single person who thinks we ought to continue this. Let's go out to a call from David in Charlotte. Good morning, David. Hey, Vince. How you doing? Mom? All right, sir. Um, our economy, as it is right now, is unsustainable. When the debt reaches a point where we can no longer pay the interest on the debt, the whole system is going to crash. Back in the 50s, after World War II, the banks got together and basically created the middle class as we know it by offering low-interest home loans. And it was a great racket because we all know, if you've ever owned a home, that the first 10 years of payments is nothing but interest. And since most people stay an average of seven years in the same house, you think you own it, but you don't. You're just paying outrageous interest to a bank who ends up with your house unless you sell it. If you default, they get the house plus all the money you spent. We used to spend a third of our income on our rent or or our mortgage. If you make $50,000 a year, you take home about three grand a month. Well, a third of that is only $1,000, and I don't know anywhere where you can live or rent for $1,000 a month. Nope, And most all. people don't make $50,000 a year, so people are struggling like they've never struggled before. Um, so the fact at- that the dollar is the world's reserve currency is the only reason we've stayed afloat this long. The British yep. pound used to be, and when it flipped over to the dollar, Britain had horrible inflation. Um, Carter inherited a situation after Nixon uh, took us off the gold standard. Of course, the gold went from $30 an ounce to 200 overnight, and, of course, rampant inflation ensued, and Carter got the blame. It was like musical chairs. He just happened to be president when it happened. Um, things just cannot keep going the way they are. You know, commodities are, are all purchased in dollars, but they're trying to get around it with these special drawing rights, these petrodollars. If they're ever successful in using something other than dollars, the economy will collapse and the rest of the world will follow. Yep, you're absolutely right. It's a very, very insightful call. Very much appreciate your understanding of things. The sad thing is so many Americans have no clue about this. All they're looking at is, oh, this program's in jeopardy. That program, forget about your programs. The whole thing is going to collapse if we don't get this under control. Let's go out to Dean in Fort Mill. Good morning, Dean. Good morning. How are you doing, Ben? All right, sir. Yeah, I think maybe we're looking at this debt not not in a governmental way because if I owe you a debt or you owe me a debt, we have finite amounts of money, and the debt means something to me, <laughs> to me, or if I owe it to you. Mm-hmm. But the government has an infinite supply of money. Um, You're absolutely right. Uh, I think we lost that call, but I think you get the point that he's making. How many of you have an infinite supply of money you can draw no matter what? It's like I mentioned the 80 debt increases since the 1950s. How many of you have gotten that many credit limit increases? I mean, it's the, and the fact of the matter is, This is all based on the idea the federal government has no limit to how much they can spend. 
There's none. Absolutely crazy. This texture saying Biden thinks we have an endless supply of money to spend. So do most of those politicians. And I would dare say it's not just Democrats. We've got Republicans who also believe the same thing, which explains their behavior. One of the things I want you to be vigilant about before we move on from this subject, you're still welcome to comment on it. And that is this. We have to be careful. We don't have the scenario where they approve a national sales tax that is added on to <laughs> the income tax. I'm telling you, folks, these people love taxes. And the ideal scenario would be that they would have both. The Democrats are probably salivating because two things. This is a twofer for them. First off, they love taxes. Second off, they would love for Democrats, the Democrats would love to watch Republicans take the heat and take the credit for a brand new tax while they skate along and enjoy the benefits. That's what could end up happening. Now, God forbid that this occurs, but I'm serious. These folks, they're waiting in the wings for just this opportunity. And speaking of the economy, it's worth talking about what is taking place in the sprawling, wonderful universe of Davos. Because we have an opportunity for the World Economic Forum, all the folks associated, the global elites, to tip their hand and tell us what they're really thinking. I want you to listen to probably one of the most idiotic vice presidents that we've ever had in our lives, and thank God he never became president, who had some comments about the troposphere. Now, this is during a question and answer period where Al Gore was asked his thoughts about where we stand. Um, I'm not going to share this before the break because I don't think there's enough time. I want to make sure that you are able to fully digest the insanity that you're about ready to hear. Because <laughs> I'm telling you folks, it is insane. Just as a preface to this, we've had plenty of discussions about the idea of global warming and how this has become the means by which the radical left has taken to disassembling the American system. This is what this is all about. These are folks who hate capitalism. They hate it. And if they cannot mantle capitalism ideologically, they're attacking that too, believe me. One of the ways to undermine this is in our energy sector. It is to essentially undercut the United States of America by basically handicapping our own energy supplies, our own energy use here in the United States of America. So by putting an end to the use of fossil fuels, there's no way that we continue to be the country that we are. 
That's right now. Now, if there are alternative sources of fuel, of energy, that we're able to use to replace what we have now, no problem at all. But that's not where we are quite yet. You're going to hear from Vice President Gore and also a really good response providing some perspective on just how insane that man is. That much more as we continue our broadcast. Stay with us. The text line is just scrolling away. <laughs> this texture saying of the radical left, they hate capitalism, but they love to spend capitalism money. They sure do. Capitalism only works if individuals, corporations, politicians are responsible with that financial system. Exactly. Vince Al Gore predicted in 2009, global warming would end the world. Why are they still listening to this buffoon? Go figure. So I want you to hear his comments he made about the troposphere and how we, horrible human beings, are destroying the troposphere. Listen up. It's only five to seven kilometers thick. That's what we're using as an open sewer down. And, and just to put the science in a, a slightly different context, people are familiar with that thin blue line that the uh, astronauts bring back in their pictures from space that's the that's the part of the atmosphere that has oxygen the troposphere uh and it's only five to seven kilometers thick that's what we're using as an open sewer if you could drive a car straight up in the air at interstate highway speeds you'd get to the top of that blue line in five minutes and all the greenhouse gas pollution would be below you we're still putting 162 million tons into it every single day and the accumulated amount is now trapping as much extra heat as would be released by 600,000 Hiroshima class atomic bombs exploding every single day on the earth that's what's boiling the oceans creating these atmospheric rivers and the rain bombs and sucking the moisture out of the land and creating the droughts and melting the ice and raising the sea level and causing these waves of climate refugees predicted to reach 1 billion in this century look at the xenophobia and political Political authoritarian trends that have come from just a few million refugees what about a billion we would lose our capacity for self-governance on this world we have to act so in answer to your question I would say we have to have a sense of urgency much greater than we have yet had and we need have had and we need to make some changes oh excuse me are we back Oh my goodness, has this guy lost his mind? I mean, this is what passes for intellectualism. At Davos, the World Economic Forum. And let's make no mistake about this. The principal concern, the focus of attention is on the United States of America. And so many of these folks who are participating in this forum they're more dedicated to the ideas of the World Economic Forum than they are the Constitution of the United States. That's the truth. But it's a good reminder to know that this man is there. And he's saying all of these crazy things. 
Al Gore must have classified documents also because he's the only person on the planet saying the sea is boiling. <laughs> he said the world would end in 2010 because of climate change. Climate change is snake oil. The data can't be proven. And when the thermometer was invented in 1709 of data from a 4.5 billion year old planet. <laughs> See, this, this is the arrogance of human beings who believe themselves to be more important than they really are. Texture in the Upstate says those stats sound made up. Vince, wow, everything Gore alleges cannot be scientifically proven. Of course it can't. You just have to sound good saying it. Vince Gore just outdid himself in buffoonery. And this man has the arrogance to think he can change the weather or the climate. Yeah. Unfortunately, this is where we are. There's a great piece. It's very short, but I want to share it with you. And it's written for the spectator. The columnist, his name is Ross Clark. He's a lead writer and columnist who's worked for The Spectator three decades, also writes for the Daily Telegraph and other newspapers. He's out with a new book, which I look forward to reading, Net Zero, How an Irrational Target Will Impoverish You and Help China and Won't Even Save the Planet. It's coming out next month. That ought to be a great read. Because remember, folks, what did I tell you about this? This is all calculated and targeted one thing, capitalism. They are not going to turn up the heat on China or any similar countries to change their behavior. They are the worst polluters. This is all about making you change your lifestyle, making me change my lifestyle, while the elites continue to do pretty much whatever they want. Do you really think, I mean, let's get honest here. Can you give an example of any of these elites truly sacrificing can you show me tangible evidence of any sacrifice they are making of course you can't because they aren't and they never will it's you who needs to compromise it's you who needs to sacrifice and feel the pain that will inevitably result from the kinds of policies they want to enact Coming up, we're going to share this piece. Also, we're going to talk about what's going on in the aviation world. Some pretty interesting stuff there. And did you know that whiteness is evil? <sighs> yeah. We're going to talk about that and much more. Hour number two, straight ahead. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.